I assume in some of those southern states, it's going to be like chicken shit bingo, where they just I've never heard of that. You know, you know chicken shit bingo. No. You have a you have a a series of numbers, and wherever the chicken goes to the bathroom, that's the next number. Instead of like pulling it out of a you know tumbler of balls. That's not a real thing. That is absolutely a real thing. Are you kidding me? It's one of the main reasons I want to move to the south. <laughs> if you want to do that with your, uh... sure, with your animals. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh yeah, they have it at uh, Ginny's Little Longhorn Saloon in Allendale, a neighborhood of Austin, Texas. Oh, that's apparently a big deal in Texas. Most of the most of the links head back to uh, Austin. I could I could uh, I could play you a million YouTube videos on it, Jen, and I will. I think our sponsor would love that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, however you want to try to come up, look here it is. Little longhorn salute, Ginny's little longhorn salute. Chicken shipping. It's good audio, too. Can you think of anything that seems more like it would happen in Texas? Nope. <laughs> the country music's playing. Somebody's, uh, I guess it's actually a Coke, but I thought somebody's holding a beer. They're ushering the chicken into its pen. Here it goes. Yep. Yep. It just went. So you're saying you don't want people to decide the wine contest that way? Nope. Okay, I take it back. Now that I've actually seen it, it is fairly gross. I've been all like, no rules, whatever, and I just figured out, (laughs) yeah, there's some rules. You're like, "Uh, this is not Outback Steakhouse. (laughs) Some rules. Mostly right is where we're going with it. All right. Welcome aboard the Little Red Bandwagon, your twice-weekly podcast about a podcast that might just be too beautiful to live. From the Stick of Butter Studios in New Brighton, Minnesota, I'm Ann Lundholm. On Mondays, we get together to talk about the previous week of TBTL, but today is Friday, where we bring you shows with a variety of formats, depending on the reliability or lack thereof of the United States Postal Service. But we will get to that in a minute. And joining me today is the longest-running co-host of this podcast from Linwood, Washington, the nice lady, Christy Wise. Hi, Christy. Hello, Anne. And the LRB Trivia Master, or is that Master of the Trivial, from Pawtucket, Rhode Island, it's Bobby Pape. Hello, Bobby. Good evening, Anne. (laughs) So, as our astute listeners know, this show should be a 10 interview show. However, we had a small logistics snafu. Is that correct, Christy? Uh, yeah, the USPS fucked us again. <laughs> <laughs> this is just another black mark in the book. <laughs> We're trying, Jen. We're really, Sorry, really Jen. trying. <laughs> So, yes, I understand that the package that was supposed to go out last week never actually got picked up. Nope, just sat in the mailroom. Great. Got re-delivered to me. Oh, nice. (laughs) 
so that plus we had the holiday weekend plus you know jobs and life and whatever that might made it difficult for us to get the interview recorded for today so we decided to take the pressure off of ourselves and do something else that will hopefully be fun for everybody so as usual uh we'll do some lrb business we have two topics to talk about tonight then we'll do some housekeeping and some how to get involved uh, starting in LRB business, they've been talking on TBTL this week about the great ash storm of 2017. <laughs> I said before we started recording that I am dubious that I, it should be called a storm because it doesn't <laughs> seem very stormy, but it does sound unpleasant. So I was hoping, Christy, that you could give us a little update on how that's going for you. Oh, and it's terrible. Um, first of all, as you know, when you visit here, people don't have air conditioning. So we rely on windows and I mean, fans in your windows, they have it all night. Um, but you can't do that because the air is so bad that it's literally, I mean, this is why people, I guess why they're calling it a storm is because it's raining ash onto the ground. We left our window open one day and the whole bathroom is filled with ash. It's in your teeth. It's, we're breathing it. Um, Jeremy and I both thought we're like we're well we're getting sick school started and we have the first cold and we're like all these symptoms like our chest is hurting our throat is um our throat is really sore eyes are watering kind of feeling feverish and then we just didn't put it together and then Phyllis is like yeah I just can't breathe because of the sto- the smoke and I'm like oh okay well <laughs> at least we all have the same thing um it's so bad i don't have asthma but i have an inhaler from when i had bronchitis and i'm having to take that multiple times a day oh it's it's really bad like the first time we had smoke it was bad a couple months ago but we've never seen ash falling from the sky like this and we're kind of surrounded so the the fire is officially in portland and then um, now the Cascades and Idaho and Eastern Washington are all, all ablaze. Um, <laughs> so it's it's supposed to get even worse, but it's trapping the heat in. So right now my house is eighty degrees inside. Oh, gross! But there's nothing you can do, and you can't even go outside for relief because it's terrible out there. And even like having your air conditioning in the car, which is one of my go-to moves, just driving around with the AC because it just blows that stuff into your face. Mm-hmm. It's so bad. Um, so what's the weather forecast then for the next few days? More smoke, more ash storm. Because now with Eastern Washington and with Eastern Washington on fire, the winds are supposed to shift and then that's going to come in and they say it's going to be lower, which I don't know how much lower it can get because it's pretty, pretty bad. You mean like the the ash cloud the smoke, deck? Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm just trying to figure out if people's weather apps have a graphic for ash storm yet. Yeah, there is not not ash storm, but it does say smoke. Oh, like I mean, we I think Will the pilot said that it's no it's no worse than fog, but I don't know if it it getting lower and more dense if that is going to start to affect it. There's uh, no kids can play outside. Like recesses are indoors right now, which sucks because it's like the last couple good weeks of weather in Seattle. Um, like Luke says, it's we've been cheated this year because there's only three great months of the year in Seattle and four weeks of that so far have been this. So maybe the election of Trump really was a harbinger yes. of the end of days. 
Right. I mean, the scientists told us that climate change was going to really screw everything up, but I didn't know it was going to be that quick. <laughs> I thought it was like a long-term thing. No, we voted against climate change, though. <laughs> oh, yeah, it doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah, the other thing that I know weather-wise, my brother who lives in San Francisco said it was 106 degrees in San Francisco. Yeah. They that's, don't have air conditioners. Insane. Yeah, that I mean, they basically are kind of like Seattle. They get a little bit warmer, longer in the year and less rain, but basically same same setup. No air conditioners. People just go outside. It's beautiful, but you can't when it's 106. You'll die. <laughs> I know people out there like in the South and uh, are saying, oh, you guys don't get it, but it's bad. We need that drop where it's it's nasty out there. Oh, I see it. <laughs> It's nasty out there. That, this is worse than snow. Man, it is nasty out there. And I, I mean, I went home sick today because all of a sudden I started to feel like a fever. I felt like I had low blood sugar and felt like I was going to throw up. And then I've asked other people and they have those same symptoms. It's really weird because you wouldn't think you think, oh, yeah, you have breathing problems because of it. Sure. But not that you're going to throw up or feel lightheaded. It sounds know. a little like Christy's gotten roofied by a forest fire. <laughs> that's what it feels like i want to go somewhere to get away from it but everywhere has bad weather right now like i'll go to a hurricane or more forest fires i mean like los angeles is on fire too you can't go anywhere this is how it all ends friends this is how it all ends <laughs> sam and i are supposed to go to florida this weekend uh not happening uh the yeah. trip's already been canceled now we're just trying to convince the uh, airline to give us our money back they should, right? I would think that's a no-brainer. The problem is that we're going to Tampa, which is – we're supposed to be going to St. Pete. And it's just far oh. enough north that they haven't put that airport on the list of automatic refunds yet. So they're willing to give us um, Southwest bucks or whatever. Uh, but mm. we want our dollars. And uh, I have to wait and see if the flight gets canceled. Either one of our flights gets canceled preemptively. And then we can get our dollars back. So – it's fun. We're just going to wait and see as late as possible. But yeah, we're definitely not going anywhere near Florida this weekend. So it's too bad because I was, as always, looking forward to doing the recap from a hotel room. We were going <laughs> to Burbank it through housekeeping uh, and see if I could keep them off long enough to keep the room to finish the show on Sunday. But now instead, uh, I'll just be doing it from home like a normal. Man, and it, if you had done it in a towel in your hotel room with oh, housekeeping, that would be a double Burbank. And stirred a drink with the remote. <laughs> a triple or bank. <laughs> Bobby, what I'm hearing is that you're kind of hoping for an ash storm in Tampa. Is that what I heard? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try to check as many boxes as possible. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm feeling pretty good about living in the Midwest right now. I know, for the first time ever, right? <laughs> I know. I know. The food. Let's not get out. I mean... Oh, I mean, there's lots of reasons to love the Midwest, but the weather is not yeah. one of them. Nope. <laughs> not when there could legitimately be snow on the ground for six to seven months of the year. Right. Mm -hmm. You're due for snow any second right now. Yeah, October. It'll start. <laughs> All right. Well, weather talk is always delightful and productive. Yeah, but That's why it. people tune in. We know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but we do have uh, one other piece of business. We had a great throw your phone moment that I wanted to share that we got after the recap from Bet, who's in Buffalo, correct? 
Bobby, she lives in Buffalo? Uh, yeah, she lives yes. just outside of Buffalo. We'll, we'll call her a, a, a – well, is it Buffett 10? We haven't actually figured that part out. But yeah, Buffalona 10? Buffalona 10. I like that. Oh, I like work. it. Listener Bet, who needs to come on the show at some point. We need to have this conversation with her. So, Bet, you'll hear this and then you'll know. You need to come on the show sometime. Yeah, we're going to make this happen. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, Bet says, I hugged my phone a great deal today listening to the last two LRBs. First, Phyllis and Bobby talking about Jen standing up to the douche in the taco place gave me the courage to finally stand up for myself and tell my boss we need to sit down and talk about me getting a raise. Unfortunately, all the men I work with make a great deal more than I do, and I carry quite a bit. However, I'm now sitting down with him this week and doing what I need to do. So thank you to and Jen for that. Second, the recap show made me smile so much on so many levels. Bobby, you were right when you all got to talking about The Simpsons music even more in-depth than the guys, and it made me so happy. Also, Spy vs. Spy, I have a huge comic of all their antics. I love it. There were a few other moments that just had me all smiles and laughs, so thanks for a fantastic Labor Day of sorting school supplies, friendos. Sending Buffalo. It's a real thing. Is it? it? Oh, yeah. Buffalo is a is a, a true sign of appreciation and love from Western New York. It's a real thing. People say it. Usually write it more than they say it, but she didn't just make that up. It was very special to me to see that. Mm-hmm. Listener Bat made my heart melt when I read that. I'm so happy for her. And uh, yeah, this what we're doing here. That Jen clip made us all so happy when we heard it. That was why we wanted to listen to it again. Mm-hmm. I hope that she follows up and tells us if she got that raise. Okay. She should. From the yeah. pictures that she posts of what she creates on her Facebook page, uh, she is mighty talented. In fact, sometimes oh, I sure. see the pictures of the desserts she makes, and I want to be like, nope, this is a show and tell thing. It should be. You cannot show me yeah. and not let me taste any of them. Taste it. Right. But that's just not fair. Um, so I have an interesting thing. TBTL once got me the con- gave me the confidence to ask my boss for a raise, and it worked. Really? As well. It was, yeah, Luke was on with Dana Gould and he had asked for questions. And I sent him one like, my boss promised me a $5,000 bonus after I planned his wedding. And I'm now, it's like three months later and I'm too scared to ask for it. Um, What should I do? And then they gave me really good advice and I got it that next day. That's so cool. Yeah. So TBTL is raise givers. (laughs) (laughs) I wrote emboldeners, but I like raise givers. <laughs> raise givers is a little bit more specific. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, that's great. Yeah. But let us know how it went. And I think you're a rock star and you deserve everything that they're not paying you. Absolutely. And Bet works at a country club. So if we ever want to have mm-hmm. a meetup in the greater Buffalo area, maybe she can help us out with both a venue and some delicious, delicious desserts. I like it. All right. So let's move on to um, one of our two topics for tonight. Uh, So as we were trying to figure out exactly what we were going to talk about, I said, I have an idea for something that we could do that I've been kicking around for a while. Um, And it came from like two years ago on the Stens page. There was somebody that had had his email read on the show or something. And he commented something along the lines of, well, that's one for my TBTL bingo card. And I thought, 
why don't we play TBTL bingo? Yes. So let's play TBTL bingo. It was we were at Bingo at the Greenwood Senior Center on Friday night. That sounds fun. It was so fun, dude. It's at once a month. Highly recommend. I want to go. Okay, we'll go next. Because I time. saw you must have been with our with our buddy because I saw Roden. Yeah, and Camaro I, Kev. Yeah, I, I saw Roden had posted a, um, a a picture of of the bingo with the bingo marker in a beer, and I didn't know he was with you. I was in. I just became insanely jealous. That I actually I wasn't there. won, which is Jesus. crazy because there's a lot of people. There's like two three hundred people in there. It's really fun. It's it's at the senior center, but it's you know it's mostly young people, and then some seniors, which is kind of rad. Mm-hmm. And then it's run by this just like really funny, like old gay lady who's just like not taking any shit <laughs> and wearing her pride hat on Saturday night or Friday night because it's Pride weekend. But anyway, we're getting in there, and the whole place is just getting wild because everybody's drinking Mike's hard lemonades and yeah. like, or as we call it in our family, lemonade. Everybody's drinking lemonade, and and like people have outfits on, and it's like really packed because they, it's overly it sells out every single really? month. Oh yeah, it's a really it's like a wild scene, and there's all these people, and it's like it's like you can't really quite move. And you're at these long tables, and everyone's like banging, like let's get going. And there's all these like whenever if one whenever a person gets bingo, everyone else. They wad up their now useless bingo paper and throw it at them. <laughs> so this is this giant paper fight. But it was just like the energy in the room before we started was just getting crazy. And I go, if they lock the doors, this is turning into the fucking red wedding. Yeah. I'm out of here. Because <laughs> it just felt like at any moment you were going to look back and they were just going to be like someone quietly locking all of the doors. And then you were going to realize like, we all die. When you shared this idea, my first question was, what took you so long to tell us? And when you told me, when you told us, that it was because you told Mike first and didn't hear anything back from him, the lesson there was to ignore Mike and do whatever you want. I thought you learned this at the picnic. No, 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 no. I did. I told Mike, we talked about it a little bit, just when I was sort of kicking the idea around. And he was like, yeah, absolutely. Let's do that. And then we had so many other things going on. We were starting like the archiving contest and, you know, then we were planning the picnic and I thought that I would wait for a time when we didn't have other things really going on our plates. And so the archiving contest is kind of in a, not exactly a fallow period, but you know, we've been doing that for a good long time and it's back to school. And so I thought now might be a fun time to play this. For sure. I thought that you were feeling self-conscious because if it would, if you, if you, if you thought it was a good idea and Mike didn't steal it, then it wasn't a great idea. (laughs) (laughs) But he just got lazy on this idea. Yeah. Right. Well, that's, that's what I said. It was, I told him because I knew that he uh, would forget about it and not steal it. Okay. (laughs) It wasn't a joke. So that, that helped. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right. Um, so I was thinking on TBTL, they plan their promos and picnics and stuff all the time on the air. So why can't we do it? <laughs> I needed a I couple of idea. you to help iron out the details and hopefully get some input from the Wagoneers and make this a fun thing. So um, how it'll work is I just found a whole bunch of different free bingo card sites where you can make your own custom bingo cards. And I don't know, we I haven't settled on one. Christy, you looked at a couple, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we'll find one that works and use TBTL 
phrases or topics or whatever to fill them in. Uh, I figured that uh, we don't want to pollute the LRB inbox with people wanting to play and sending emails. Mm -hmm. So I took a page out of Andrew's book and I made a new email. It's tbtlbingo at gmail.com. That's tbtlbingo at gmail.com. Sounds very official. If you want to play bingo, just shoot me a message, as we say at my office, irritatingly. I don't know why we always have to shoot these things. Uh, Send me an email. (laughs) Very aggressive. I know. (laughs) Send me an email and say, hey, I want to play bingo. And I will send you like a PDF of uh, the bingo cards. The site. Yeah, the site that I looked at did like two cards per page, so that could be a good thing. And then, Ooh, um, yeah. I w- what I'll- do you think about people putting the subject line "I want to play" or something like that? Because then the second part of the game, we might want to divide those out. Oh, that's true. Well, whatever. I'll I'll whatever. keep my okay. finger on top of it. I don't want to make it too complicated, otherwise. People um, won't do it. <laughs> yeah, we're not right. we're not Luke. We're gonna read everything that comes into this inbox. Right. <laughs> so yeah, let's say that. Like every email submission or it's two two cards per per person. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Uh I think so. And you're the resident statistician. Uh, I don't know if you're running. How many combinations do you get out of uh a bingo? I'm assuming it's what, twenty five squares? Um, 25 five by five. Yep. Yep. I usually don't, they put like a free space in the middle. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's always yep. the same. So yeah. Mm-hmm. So we can do, I well, don't know. And I was looking at bingo stuff and you know, in a, a regulation, there's 75 numbers, right? Yes. So there are more than five by five factorial well, no, combinations you, or whatever the math is. You don't, right. So you don't necessarily get everything on your card. So mm-hmm. exactly. Okay, so we need seventy-five things if we're going to do this to regulation. <laughs> yeah, I think we'll easily come up with seventy-five. I came up with twenty-five just trying to create a a fake bingo card today, off the top of my head, just for demo. I think we can do it. When I did it, I had a little bit of trouble because some of the things that I wanted to put in were like longer phrases and I couldn't fit them in the squares. So we'll be a little creative and we'll get the, that done that way. We'll but essence. I want help from the Wagoneers and what we should uh, pick for all our squares. So I love let, this me, idea. let me look and see. I had this copy of a bingo card that I put. So here are some of the sample things that I put in a uh, dream catcher, a quote. It's not for me. Unquote. Luke explains his tweet. Emails are deferred. Luke went for a jog. I had one square that was Fernando Rodney, so that tells you it was the time they were talking about Fernando Rodney a lot. Um, can we make Hot Dog Story the free space? Yes. Yeah. yeah, I was thinking that or a picture or something. Yeah, well, I mean, we can assume safely there will always be a Hot Dog Story. Right. Mm-hmm. And my idea is not to make these too hard because, I mean, it's no fun if you can't win, Um, but just to have a lot of different things that they talk about. So I assume there will be some diet things and (laughs) Luke starts a new diet. That was on my list, too. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Hot dog story was on mine. Um, Let's see what else. Oh, the... They troll each other with drops, either the, yeah. the um, <laughs> you know, either of those two that they hate. 
Andrew using the the echo. I guess that would be trolling. We we should put that under trolling. Um, Simpsons reference. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good yeah. one. Uh, ending with a Wilco song. <laughs> <laughs> good one. Yeah, Wilco or uh, what's Pavement. the other one? They do a lot. Band of Band, Band of horses. horses. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I have unintentional segue into sports ball, which we had on the <laughs> Tuesday like today? show. <laughs> and so we'll be the arbiters of this too, because some of these things, they're not, there aren't a lot that are really gray areas, but I guess some of them could be a little bit, but we will, mm-hmm. we will use our Combine judgment as we go on these things. Yeah, I'm really excited to see the list that everyone comes up with. And I'm not looking to like make fun of them with this. Oh, I had a bingo story. Um, when I was in college, I roomed with a lot of nursing students for whatever reason. I just got stuck with the nursing students. Uh, I'm sorry, Amy, not stuck with the nursing students. <laughs> I, I got to live with the nursing students. And there was apparently one person in their classes who was just annoying as all get out. Like somebody who felt like uh, the classes were more of a private tutoring session between her and the professor. Uh, like she was just asking worst. questions and talking all the time. Yeah. And they quite meanly um, called her a super nurse behind her back when they would talk about her <laughs> and and the whole class did this except for her and somebody came up with the idea to play super nurse bingo and so they made these bingo cards and everybody in the class this had one amazing. except her and then when somebody won or however we're phrasing that they had to ask a question and use the word bingo in the question <laughs> <laughs> This is the best thing ever. I had people like that in my classes, but we would just keep tally marks of the things they would say. But a bingo card would have been amazing. Why weren't we friends in college, Anne? <laughs> I don't know, Christy. Because <laughs> yours was way smarter and went to a smart school. <laughs> I mean, we were 1,500 miles apart or whatever it was. Yeah, that <laughs> that too, was all. That too. <laughs> uh, yeah, I only got as close as Christy's. Um, we used to kind of casually play over-under on the number of times one of my professors would say, um, in a one hour period. Oh, oh, that's a good one. Which I am. If you listen to LRB, you can tell which weeks have been edited more closely and which haven't by the number of times I say, um, because if it's not edited <laughs> tightly, then all of my ums stay in. And I do it every time there's a silence. Yeah. That's just how it works. Yep. That's okay. It happens. Um, ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now that I've made us all self-conscious. <laughs> How are you, buddy? How you doing? I'm good. I have an, I have some exciting news for you. Okay, it's not exciting news for you. It's not is exciting it as news exciting? for anybody listening, but it's so exciting for is me. Is it as exciting as um, the microphone technology? It's not working it's on the porch within the first thirty there. seconds of the show. Okay, almost up there. Uh, do you recall uh, yesterday's show at all? Do you have any recollection of doing this show yesterday? No. Okay. Well, let me tell you what happened. We talked about how jealous I was about bingo and having missed bingo night. Right. And how I wanted to bring more bingo into my life. I wish people could see how you're holding this microphone. It's so modest Yahoo of you. <laughs> it's like you're not typically a person who I think of as having a lot of swag. But you have like mic holding swag. <laughs> oh, you're saying I'm doing it well. Yeah, you're like you're saying I was you had doing it, it horribly. It was no, it was like you look like Fred Durst. <laughs> You uh, had this, that's you how kinda, I rocked the mic. You were rocking the mic <laughs> the way was. you were holding no, it. No, I'm self-conscious. I'm going to hold it like this, <laughs> like a little angel. Um, so anyway, yesterday, after work, 
the producer guy I work with said, you want to go grab a beer after work? And I said, yes. And then I had this weird idea. Let's go all the way up to Ballard to that place, the Water Wheel. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been there? Uh, yeah, the Mummy has played many a karaoke grass show there. It's, it's a great, great dive bar with a mm-hmm. good fried chicken. And I thought it would be a good field trip. Anyway, we walk in. Guess what they're playing? Bingo. 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 <laughs> That's the most appropriate answer you could ever give in that situation. <laughs> exactly. So I got to totally get my bingo on, and I didn't even do it in a copycat fashion. No. They were just playing when I walked in. Did you um, win? No. What no, I got no. That's not the exciting part. The exciting part is I get to hold a marker, a paint marker, uh, and a, blot out it's numbers. A dabber. Yeah, a dabber. A, da- a dauber? A dabber? I think it's called a dabber. Yeah, it said dabalicious on the side. Oh, yeah, of it. I had. That's the yeah, same one I had. Maybe it's the same exact pen. Wow. I want to talk about how you win. I know that there are different uh, schemes for bingo, right? So there's the traditional five across, five down, five diagonal, Mm -hmm. right? But I know there are some. Yeah, that's all the squares, right? Then there Mm -hmm. are some where it's four corners. Yep. Do we want to start by just playing regular old standard? I think so. Five by five? Okay. Yeah, so I've played bingo multiple times at these bingo halls. There was like a three-month period where I was between contracts at Microsoft, and I would go daily to this bingo hall. Um, I Don't ask me why. I have no idea. <laughs> Never won. Um, and it was smoky and terrible. But so usually what they would do is like, okay, you know, do do the cross. or And you can say even like it has to be through the middle, or we can just say any any like up and down, across, diagonal is the first one and then you can say okay people just keep it rolling and then yeah. then we can just do that and have you know the next one okay double cross or the next people to go and then blackout i don't know it's a, just depend if people keep having fun with it we can do whatever sure yeah i'm happy to do that so uh when you think that you have won you've gotten your five by five by five or whatever uh and and I don't know how you're going to keep track of this. I figure I'll send you a PDF or whatever. And if you want to print it out mm. and mark it up with your dabber, you can do that. Or if you <laughs> want to keep it on your phone and uh, do it that way with ways that I don't understand because I still don't know how to use a smartphone very well, you can do that. And then when it's filled in, either um, take a picture and email it back to tbtlbingo at gmail.com or just send the completed PDF back. Uh, But there is one other thing that you need to do besides sending it back. You will need to call our voicemail, identify yourself, and yell bingo. I am not counting your victory unless you do that. (laughs) Must have a voicemail, must have a completed card. And we are having Price Waterhouse Cooper check all the results and make sure that it is. Mm -hmm. Christy, we can't afford Price Waterhouse and Cooper, but Price or Waterhouse (laughs) or Cooper will be checking our cards. (laughs) (laughs) Or just someone with those names. Exactly. Yeah, who do we know? We ought to know a Cooper or something. Or a Price, yeah. Probably not a Waterhouse. I feel like that's a little no, waspy for us. Specific. Yeah. Actually, I did know a Waterhouse in high school. He was weird, though, so I won't look him up. What else do we know about Kenmore Lanes? We know that there's pull tabs there. Oh, yeah. I didn't do any pull tabs when I was there, so I'll, I'll be psyched about that. That'll be fun. I was thinking about... What are we going to do if, if like, you know, we buy a basket of pull tabs and win? Um, 
should we donate our winnings to the TBTL-a-thon? What should we do? All right, first of all, I'm cutting that part out because <laughs> I'm not going to be spending company money on pull tabs. Of, of course not. I'm just thinking in the spirit of, you know, winning on tape. Nobody can hear what you're saying because I'm beeping it all out. <laughs> Listen, here's my experience with pull tabs lately. Uh. I came back to Seattle. I tried pull tabs, like, for the first time. And guess what? Beginner's luck. I won a little something. I won 75 bucks. I was very excited about it. Wow. And um, came out ahead that day, probably by 50 or something, when you consider all the money I spent on the pull tabs and then the tip and then the... Oh, do you know that the tip is supposed to be 10% of your winnings, by the way? Oh, good thing I never won anything because I didn't know that. <laughs> I think, I mean, if you win a dollar, I don't think you have to leave a dime. Oh, okay. But, uh, you know, like if you win something big, they expect 10%. Plus, uh, usually if there's, you know, you got to pay with cash for pull tabs. So if there's an ATM, you're going to be paying an ATM fee. Anyway, point being, the first time I played, I won a little something. I liked it. And I was like, this is a fun, lucrative hobby. Um, and I've been chasing that dragon ever since. Um, just last Friday, I put down $30. I only won $1 back. Even the bartender thought something was wrong with the, with me or the tabs or something. So any pull tab money I win today using my own money, yeah. I... Uh, I, I hate to say it, but I need to keep it because it's only going to go towards the hole that I've dug for myself. <laughs> that totally makes sense. I've been probably trying to dig myself out of a bingo hole since 1997. Do you have a regular bingo game? I don't, but I like to do it. Um, I, I, uh, You know how... It's one of those things that kind of fell by the wayside when I had a kid, but I used to go all over Seattle on a bus, actually, Um with my friends just looking for bingo games. <laughs> that sounds like the nerdiest slash badassiest uh, thing I can imagine. It's just like Friday night, you all have cigarettes dangling out of your mouth and just kind of like, <laughs> we just on to the next bingo night, on to the next bingo venue. Yeah, it was awesome. And so I still remember where I won my $100. It was at the Wallingford Boys and Girls Club. <laughs> oh, that's a good feeling. There's a good, um, there's a good bingo night at a dive bar here. Uh, in Walling for no in Ballard uh, called the Water Wheel. Oh, I know the Water Wheel. I didn't know they had bingo. I okay, I will check it out. Yeah, it's a great little bar. They have great fried chicken. That's what they're famous for. And oh, that's right. You're the you you're in and you haven't had their fried chicken. I have not. I've only karaoke there. That's it. And had beer. It's a fun karaoke joint as well, isn't it? And there's a little outside area where I think they have like, well, no jarts. But I think they have, like, various outdoor games. Um, we got to go. And I, one night, we just found ourselves there, and they pulled out the bingo cards, and it was tons of fun. So um, uh, this probably doesn't mean much to the listeners, but I used to go there with, like, a Derek of KUOW. Yep, Derek Wong. Exactly. We used to go there and uh, do bingo a couple of times. It was tons of fun. So the last thing we need to talk about in conjunction with this is, what's the prize? Well... The first thing I thought of was um, they get to have their choice of merch. Oh, I like it. Mm -hmm. What do you guys think? That's pretty good. That's great. So that would be the first winner. The -hmm. first winner would get your choice of tote bag or or hoodie or shirt or whatever. Uh, And then maybe the if we want to keep it rolling, as apparently they say in the bingo parlance... (laughs) act like you haven't gone, I have, Bobby. Those are no, your peers. No, despite, <laughs> despite everything you know about me, I have never been to a, a legit bingo hall. 
or even a church wow, turned that's into surprising. one. Surprising. Is there a beef between trivia and bingo? <laughs> Can we start some? <laughs> Probably. Uh, my company also offers bingo, but it's music soundcheck bingo. So all the squares are uh, short snippets of songs. And uh, I've well, I've fun. never hosted it. I was just asking t- earlier tonight, actually. I was asking my bosses, uh, who are listeners? Hi, guys. Uh, I was just asking them how that works because I'm trying to pitch the bar I was at tonight to add a- another thing. And they were like, get out to do anything, but maybe try the other things first because they're more fun. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, I would love to go to real bingo sometime. Yeah, if you win 10 times, maybe um, we'll all go to bingo with you somewhere. <laughs> oh, I like it. That would be so fun. Well, I'll throw in uh, something homemade baked treat. Ooh. Maybe I'll I'll make some more ooey-gooey tar bars or Are we eligible to play bingo? Or... <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Those Minnesota cookies are pretty good. I'm a little worried about those getting all broken up. I mean, the ones I sent to they Mike in Texas good. worked okay, but yeah. it's very important to me to maintain the integrity of my state shape. <laughs> <laughs> I, maybe maybe I could make some in the shape of Colorado. I helped maintain my oh. Minnesota state <laughs> shape by eating Heggies when I was there. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> all right, so we have a kind of a loose plan on this uh anybody that wants to play again that's tbtlbingo at gmail.com just send me an email and say hey i want in on this and we'll probably take a couple of weeks uh to gather your submissions too you can send those to that same email address for what you think should be included on the bingo card and then we'll put it together and i'll probably send them out like on a sunday night or something so we can start playing the next day I like it. And Anne, can we have like a shared spreadsheet so that we can um, track it? Oh, yes. So you absolutely. don't have to do all the tracking? Okay. Yep. No I'm problem. Excited. Mm-hmm. This is going to be fun. Yeah, I like it. I'm very excited. All right. Planned. On to agenda item number two. Bobby? Sure. I was going to come up with a perfect transition about how bingo dabbers are on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> And I guess that's Are it. They? That's my transition. Well, they have to be. <laughs> you can get your bingo dabbers uh, not from a card folding table at a church somewhere in a basement, but from Amazon, just like everything else. We many times mention, uh, we mention it on every show, and we sometimes also mention that we're going to go through the listen time. But one of the ways you can support us besides uh, listening and writing uh, Apple Podcasts reviews, that's a thing, right? And uh, buying merch and stickers and sending us jam money, all those great things. You can also buy things on Amazon through our uh, referral link, littleredbandwagon.com slash Amazon. And we get a few pennies from Amazon for referring you to them because they think that apparently you would never have heard of them otherwise. (laughs) (laughs) Right. What exactly is their game in all this? (laughs) I don't know. I I believe we're being lulled into a false sense of security somehow. But – Sometimes we remind everyone that we get a list from Amazon of all the things that were purchased through our referral code or through links that we made with our referral code. Sometimes I'll, uh, we'll put links to items that we mentioned on the show in the show descriptions with links to Amazon that go through our referral link. I didn't see anyone buying communion wafers from the last recap. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet, but you could. And we would get a few cents on those Christ crackers. So keep that in mind. <laughs> Uh, one of the things we always like to do is go through this list and look at the stuff that people are buying. Now, to be clear, we can't see who 
is making these purchases, we simply see what was purchased and how much uh, someone paid for it. I mean, sometimes I try to guess. Right. And we have some thoughts. Uh, and then we also see how many pennies we got from Amazon. And some things we get more than others. So some of them are really exciting. Jeremy pulled a report for us, which I could have also pulled, but I was lazy and he did it for us. Um, and if I'm reading this correctly, this is from, I think, July 1st through now. So only a couple of months. And uh, we we cleaned up. We did pretty well for ourselves for just a couple of months. Just to be clear, uh, web hosting and bandwidth and all that stuff and the the sisterhood of the traveling microphone that we send around when USPS right. actually gets <laughs> off their asses and does out. a job. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that stuff costs uh, jam money, and this is one of the ways we get the jam money. But we, we cleared a few hundred bucks from Amazon, and it's kind of an astounding thing. So uh, we thought we would uh, run you through the numbers and then talk through some of these items. So first, I'll let you know that uh, the latest report had – looks like 268 or so things that were purchased with our referral code. Actually, it's probably a few less because there are a few lines here dedicated to returns and refunds too, but but over 250 things purchased uh, with uh, LRB referral code. Once you knock off everything that um, Christy bought for work and I bought compulsively <laughs> for myself and Meredith bought for Meredith herself bought and for, for Eddie, pets. yeah. <laughs> Uh, there's probably about 200 things left <laughs> <laughs> that Wagoneers purchased, uh, and there's some fun ones on here, so I'll highlight a few, and then if uh, you ladies want to jump in with a few things as well. Um, these are things that some of you who are listening right now probably, uh, hopefully, bought. Uh, let's see. Oh, and I'll mention it was a total of $9,082 worth of stuff. And we cleared just over $400 in it. And we're not entirely sure how the percentages work on how much of your your item we get in pennies. Um, some of it's more and some of it's less. Mm -hmm. I think different categories probably have different right. percentages. There are scientists with hypotenuses somewhere <laughs> who calculate all this. Uh, but One of these days, I'll, I'll work it out. Yeah. Having worked with Amazon for the last month, um, I don't work for them, but I'm working with them. They probably don't even understand <laughs> the algorithms. <laughs> Uh, so, you know, until your groceries at Whole Foods start counting toward this, which will be an exciting day. Oh, Ooh. yeah. Yeah. Uh, here are some things. Uh, the first thing that caught my eye, just skimming through the list because it was impossible to miss based on how many times it appeared, is that there's a Bun brand, B-U-N-N -N brand, three liter lever action air pot, not lever coffee airport, which is what I was saying earlier in the chat, but air pot, stainless steel. These are those self-service coffee urns with the pumper on top that you see at coffee shops. Um, and it's not oh. its not that it caught my eye that there was one of them. They're $43.07 a piece. What caught my eye is that there are 30 of them. <laughs> Dude, this has to be the same person, right? But why would you need that? Well, they many? were all ordered at the same time because uh, we get the date, the day for the order. So I have to assume, yes, yeah, same person. Probably off the say. Oh wait, here actually, there's timestamps too. Yeah, they're all pretty close together. So my instinct is, um, I don't know. I worked in coffee shops for years. I never worked in a coffee shop that had this many of these. I think we usually had ten or twelve kicking around. Maybe a few more in the basement. You know, scrappers, backups. So I'm curious. I don't know. Do we know if Barry at um, at Ooh. Broadcast Coffee is a listener? Because oh. I wonder if he's getting. That seems like a, a, a 
a crazy amount for that place. Well, but too. they have. Ch- well, how many locations oh, do well, they, they have? have well, yeah, three yeah, yeah. locations. So maybe they're doing a wholesale change on their AirPods. It's the only thing I could think. Or somebody is just out there and really likes, uh, like, does catering. Like <laughs> my first thought is, Christy, if you'd gotten them for work, but like that would be way too many for you. Like you, no, you might have three. That would be one for each person of our <laughs> that works there. <laughs> Based on the personalities of some of the people you work with, I wouldn't be shocked if they wanted that. Right. That's true. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, this is um, 30, 30 of these bun AirPods. They're exactly the same kind we used to use when I worked coffee shops. And um, 30 is a lot. And they're not cheap. They're over 40 bucks each. So thank you, Coffee Lava, for kicking <laughs> us. We got almost two bucks a pot on that. So we cleared almost $60 on somebody's Coffee Love. What else caught my eye? Let's see here. I've got a few different lists going. Uh, we had, uh, well, I mean, we were quick to notice. Jeremy was quick to notice. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Lifestyles uh, brand Skin, S-K-Y-N, large, in all capital letters in the description, large condoms, 25 count. So uh, that's a that's a dresser showpiece right there for someone. Whoever this is, uh, why don't you contact me? (laughs) (laughs) Just for science. (laughs) I think that's exactly what Jeremy was worried about. (laughs) Well, he shouldn't have pointed it out, should he have? I don't like that these are called skin with a Y, S-K-Y-N, because I think it should be pronounced skine. Skine? (laughs) Yeah, there's. I mean, obviously it's skin, but I want it to be skine. I like that you're approaching this from a an imitation crab standpoint. (laughs) (laughs) I I agree. I don't like when Y's are put in and Z's are put in Mm -hmm. falsely. It's just no. Yeah. Well, uh, whoever it was, first of all, uh, congratulations. Second of all, thank you for the sixty three (laughs) cents. Uh, and these were purchased on the 23rd of July. So we'll keep an eye out. If we see them again, then we'll really get an idea for how your life is going. Uh, let's see. What else do I have here? Uh, oh, well, I copy and pasted this because I read it wrong. I saw Nature's Way root beer powder capsules and I got all excited, but they're actually beetroot powder mm-hmm. capsules. So I want to know, these must be uh, medicinal, right? Because I know that in uh, British baking... Because, yes, I do know about other cultures baking because I'm that big of a dork and I watch the Great British Baking Show. They use a lot of beetroot powder in their baking, which I think sounds kind of gross, but apparently it works. But it's in capsule form. I know. So this is like for a nutrition, right? Yeah, that's got to be, right? Well, is it is it one of these uh, herbal uh, stimulant things? Because it might be the same guy who bought the condoms. Oh, oh, it could be. Well, and then the other obvious question that comes from this is, what's the what's the ending situation? You know, what what comes out the rear is that uh, is that upsetting oh, and disturbing geez. the way it is when you eat actual beets? I guess it wouldn't be TBTL. Yeah, oh. it's weird. It's all capsule colored. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, let's see what else. Uh, Oh, 
So this is an interesting one. Uh, sadly, and this makes sense, if somebody buys something but then returns it, we don't get the jam money. But we do get a report of it being purchased and then a report of it being returned. And so that's fine, obviously, because if we got the money but didn't have to give it back, I would just keep buying $500 stuff and then returning it all the time on Amazon. Right. It would be a racket. It would be Clearly. great. But this item, the Generec 10-ton kinetic electric log splitter. I have so many questions. <laughs> this is one of those things that I wouldn't even think you would buy on Amazon, but you can't. Exactly. By the way, I think somebody else bought um, – uh, yeah, uh, somebody else bought a lawnmower. So, you know, anything is possible. But this this 10-ton kinetic electric log splitter, I went to look at it on Amazon. And as we were talking before we started, my Amazon search history is going to be terrible now because I looked up a bunch of these things. <laughs> and when Sam sees her cookie-enabled uh, responses on Amazon, there's going to be a lot of explaining to do. But uh, <laughs> this log splitter was 600 bucks, 599 and so we would have stood to gain $47.92. And I'm just saying to the person who bought it and then returned it, let us know and we'll tell you where to send the check. Because <laughs> <laughs> how much would we have made from $47.92? Well, that's almost a whole jam. <laughs> that's almost a couple of jams. Thank you. <laughs> oh, wait. I forgot. I forgot the amount. It's $25 as a jam. What Sorry. I said when I saw that was you, you can't put that ranch dressing back in the bottle. No. no, I already spent that forty-seven dollars. <laughs> uh, so that was that was the the cost of having to to fix a uh, USPS mistake in FedEx instead today. <laughs> <laughs> so that has to be a one-click problem, right? Someone just accidentally got the one-click. Well, I wondered if it was like a like a nice outfit. Like if they bought the log splitter and just split one night of logs and kept the tags on. Oh, and then, sure. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just very carefully put it back. It's like, oh, it didn't fit. Didn't fit my logs. <laughs> oh, no. Now we're back to the condom problem. <laughs> I guess I kind of asked for that. You did. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, so uh, those were my big things. We've got... Uh, got some standard tech stuff i think we had a a refurbished ipad we had uh uh, some keyboard and mouse supplies and things like that uh somebody got some beats headphones so thank you thank you for thinking of these big items when you're talking to us it's always really Mm -hmm. good lots of um lots of t-shirts like generic uh somebody you know you don't have to buy those from amazon you can buy those from us we sell t-shirts (laughs) <laughs> directly you get those uh we got some books somebody bought fahrenheit 451 so that reminded me of of mike reading all the books in prison that he had said he had read before he went to prison right somebody's right. catching up on their high school reading i think i didn't finish fahrenheit 451 that's unlike me i'll have to go dig that out well if you need to order it i know a place you can find it for uh nine dollars and three cents oh maybe excellent. we need to have uh a LRB book club. Let's read all the books we pretended we have. <laughs> that's a good idea. Because <laughs> that's one I also pretended. And 1984. I have a list probably as long as Mike's. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about some of these books, can we? There were some good yes, books in here. Yes, I was just about to say, do you want me to do the, the graphic novels that I noticed earlier? 
Yes, yes, please. Uh, so there are two that stood out to me, and the order they stood out to me is probably problematic because the first one is the graphic novel Hot Dog Taste Test, which seemed really on brand for a TBTL listener. Is that a is that erotic fiction or is that a, like a nonfiction? Well, so I can't. It's erotic fiction for Andrew Walsh. <laughs> right. I don't. I don't <laughs> think it's erotic fiction. Uh, but it is fiction, and uh, I think – I don't know that it was ordered by the same person. Maybe we can sort of try to guess from the date. It was ordered the same day, so I think it might have been the same person. It was also the uh, illustrated work, Someone Please Have Sex With Me, which actually sounded like a true uh, – like a real thing, like – that jumped yeah. out at me, of course. A little sad and confused that it jumped out to me after the hot dog one. <laughs> I was just going to read the the blurb on the page for someone. Please have sex with me. Oh, please do. Uh, it's impossible not to fall in love with this hilarious minx as she lunges across the page, nostrils <laughs> flared, hurling herself into increasingly ridiculous romantic misadventures. Bow down to Gina as she explores what it means to be horny as hell. Uh, and this was a, a blurb by Lisa Honewalt, uh, production designer and producer of BoJack Horseman and author of My Dirty Dumb Eyes. <laughs> I'd read that book. Yeah. What Do they have an audio version? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Somebody did buy the, um, uh, the, the e-book of Chris Hayes' A Colony in a Nation. I was surprised not to see more. A colony and a nation purchases, but I think some of those might have been earlier than this report. Oh, I wondered if that was you that was that bought that, but I guess not. I, I bought the uh, hard copy. I had it on pre-order, so I got it right when it came out. But it, oh, it right, would be in right. the earlier report. I did, of course, buy that with the uh, LRB referral. Mm -hmm. um, Bobby camps out for the Chris Hayes books like uh, people camped out for Harry Potter. <laughs> Weirdly in costume. I slicked my hair back to yeah. one side. I got round glasses. <laughs> yep. Uh, ladies, did other things jump out to you that I didn't get to? There was, but of course I scrolled up to look at the books and now <laughs> I, wait, it was in office. Let me go down there. I was slightly concerned by the Garvey Economy single edge cutter blade box of 100. What? They do tend to come in big boxes. If you've ever bought box cutter blades, uh, they usually come in big packs, so... Doesn't really surprise me, but that person hopefully is set for life. Yes. And I hope it's all for crafting and stuff. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, there are, you know, uh, there are around the garage shop uses. Uh, I've got a sleeve of them downstairs somewhere. It's, you know, perfectly fine. Stop judging. <laughs> <laughs> oh, before I forget, I also want to mention um, somebody bought a couple of um, PlayStation Store gift cards a $10 one and a $60 one, uh, you, uh, sir or madam, thank you. Because for some strange reason, we get like 10% on those. So mm -hmm. we made seven bucks on those $70 worth of gift cards. Anyone who uses PlayStation gift cards, get them through us, please. Play up, Johnny. <laughs> I don't even know how you would use gift cards on the... I, I'm like so far removed from video games. I don't even know what those words mean like yeah i don't how would you use a gift card on a playstation yeah i have no idea but uh if the kids are into it no one write to me because i don't care the kids are into it and we can profit <laughs> off it i'm all about it yes 
All right. Yeah. Uh, to gourmet food, there was a surprisingly large amount of lemon juice. That is true. All from one order? Well, Mm-mm. no. They're, um, you know, they're kind of consistent, actually. It looks like once every couple of weeks. Maybe it's one of those automated subscription renewals for lemon juice. But they've been going two 48-ounce bottles at a time. It's a lot of lemon juice. Hmm. We go through like one bottle of lemon juice a year here. I wonder if someone's doing that cayenne honey lemon juice diet. Oh, well, that's a good thought. A, so somebody's doing an actual juice cleanse, not a smoothie right. juice cleanse. <laughs> no, not juice cleanse, add vodka. <laughs> right. I did two and a half days and then eh, that's good enough. Well, to be fair, uh, well, Amazon now is doing booze. Maybe we can start to see booze pop up mm-hmm. on here. Oh, awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's lots of good stuff here. The home and personal care section is very full. That's where the condoms came from. There's some uh, coconut oil, so that can go pretty much any direction you want it to. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of raw foodie bar things. So a lot of you are healthier than us. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ooh, a silk pillowcase. Just one? I can't tell. But I'm just, if that's the condom guy, then he's really setting up a whole room. <laughs> right. Yep. The log splitter, the <laughs> satin pillow, some PlayStation cards and condoms. What else do yeah, you need? Yeah, what if this is all just one guy? All of it. He has I the best life I definitely want to meet this ever. person. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a bunch of uh, AirPods. <laughs> I'm going to choose to believe it's one person. Yeah. It's kind of like the... That guy from AMPM, what do we call him? Uh, Tungus. Tungus. <laughs> Too much good Tungus. Amazon stuff. Tungus. Right. So I'm anything that's on that list is now Tungus yep. of Amazon stuff. Got a, a steamer basket that uh, fits Instant Pot. So it was probably Meredith. Salad spinner. Yeah. Oh, ankle guide sharpening system for knives. Here's the weird thing about that. I think one of these is me. But there's two of them. So oh. somebody out there has the same knife sharpener I do. <laughs> Bought at the same approximate time. Well, in the last you have an months, Amazon yeah, twin. They're like, yeah, they're like two weeks and a couple of days apart. So hmm. get at me. Let's trade notes. Because mine's been working really well, actually. <laughs> I'm really happy with it. And a block of knives from our wedding that really finally needed a really good sharpening. And there's a guy at the farmer's market who does it, but he won't tell me how much it costs. I'll ask oh. him. He, you, you leave him there, and then he does them, and then you grab them when you're done with buying your bag full of hippie shit. And I just say to him, hey, so I got a whole block that could use some attention. How much would it be to bring them all? He doesn't have a sign or anything up with prices. And he said, well, I'll just bring it, and we'll figure it out. I'm like, well, are we going to figure it out like it's a couple of bucks a knife, or are we going to figure it out like you want my firstborn? Right. Like, you got to give me some some room here. So I'm afraid of that guy. Anyway. Uh, I'm looking at the Linen Spa Waterproof Bed Bug Proof Box Spring Encasement Protector. Oh. So I want to know if this was a precaution or afterwards. Yeah, because if it like, is, I'm really know? sorry. Yeah. There's some other mm. bed bug proof type things on here too man that's gotta be a bitch to try to get rid of yeah Oof. yeah well you know so jeremy used to be in pest control i've talked about it probably quite a bit <laughs> i thought um, you were going to mention that jeremy used to be a bedwetter i saw that going in a completely different direction <laughs> <laughs> yeah no 
Um, and every time we go to a hotel, he checks the bed before he even like puts our stuff in. And he's not a germaphobe, but like bed bugs, he's like, that's serious stuff. And mm-hmm. so he goes in and knows exactly what to look for. And he's like, okay, we're good. And then <laughs> we'll bring our stuff in. Has he ever found anything? Nope, not so far. Then he busts out the black light and goes all Dateline on it. Yeah, no, then you no, then you can't. Yeah. <laughs> all right, there's a bunch of stuff that I completely don't understand, like stuff for the Nintendo Switch. Um, whatever it is, guys, thank you for buying it through littlebrightbamagon.com slash Amazon. Of course, we'll put the link in the show notes today since we've been talking about it. There's a link at littlebrightbamagon.com. Uh, and you could just do what we do and make it your bookmark. Or if you're an old man like me and don't really use your bookmarks very much, um, I have one bar across the top of my screen that I do use. But most of the time, if I'm going to Amazon, I just type littlebrightbamagon.com slash Amazon. My cookies have got on. So if I start typing mm-hmm. it, it knows where I'm going. Me too. Uh, and then the hardest part is I haven't figured out if making purchases through my phone app. I don't think they end up counting. So sometimes I'll put stuff in my cart and then I'll go to my laptop when I'm ready to buy it and go to littlebrightbamagon.com slash Amazon. And that'll... There are some purchases in here that are labeled phone. Oh, they might be smarter than me. Oh, weird. Mm-hmm. It's desktop, phone, or tablet. tablet. Yeah. Uh, but no Amazon store, though. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, we're getting there. Only a matter of time. Yeah. So thanks, everybody. We really appreciate it. It does actually help. And I know we mention it a lot, but it's – oh, Rick and Morty season one. That was Meredith. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's on Hulu. I don't know what she's doing, but that's all right. That was nine ninety nine. well spent, Meredith. Well done. Indeed. Yes. And we always want to talk about it, and then we get to the end of the show, and we're like an hour and 45 minutes in, and it's just not going to happen. So this was fun to take a little time and and see what people are buying. If you ever hear us blitzing through housekeeping, it's because one of us is realizing we want to keep the show under two hours. (laughs) (laughs) Or someone has to pee. (laughs) And speaking of housekeeping, housekeeping, uh, I think everybody should go check out the merch in our merch store on littleredbandwagon.com. Can I interrupt with a question that will make us look bad if the answer is no? Uh, Christy, the hoodie that you were wearing at the picnic. Oh, yeah. Is that something that we're going to be able to make available at some point? Because it was fucking awesome. Yes, for sure. I just, So we can uh, order samples. I mean, we still have to pay full price for it, but samples of things. And I wanted to make sure it looked good because I wasn't sure how it would look on the zipper. Um, so I got a couple things just to try out the the products. And yes, I love it so much. It's the best hoodie I've ever had. Like it's nice and soft. And so yes, that will that will be available soon. Meaning as soon as Jeremy can get it up on the store. <laughs> well, yeah, I have a thought. Um, I have an idea for a design I'd like that I think would look particularly good on the zipper because it'll be a simple shape. So we're we're continuing to add things, and we should mention this. You know, it's pretty flexible. So if anyone has an idea for something you'd like to see in LRB merch, now we're not trying to be in the TBTL merch business. That's APM's business legally, and we'd rather not get sued. But our creative things and little tangents and things like that are are what make us happy. And if you have a, an idea for something you'd like to see on merch, shoot it our way, and uh, maybe we can figure out a way to make it happen. Because uh, the the merch service is pretty amazing. Anything that we can put on one thing, we can put on everything. 
And um, for sure. I love, I'm wearing my Little Red Bandwagon logo t-shirt right now. I think I'm still the only person who actually owns the one with the big logo on it, but it makes me happy and that's all that matters. So I'm glad we have it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I was just thinking about if you guys were old Carol listeners or if anyone out there was, they had a shirt design contest one summer and the things that people came up with were so amazing that it and they had a vote and they did it for I think a month and then the the shirt that we all voted the most won and then that's the shirt that they made and then they got fired right afterwards. Um, so I was thinking that it might be cool to have a shirt design contest sometime. Maybe we can oh yeah. So wait, the first of the year or something. We like make that. shirts, but somebody else does all the design work. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, I know what we're talking about next time. A mic doesn't get to a guest in time. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> and so, as I was saying, check out the merch in the merch store in anticipation of winning the bingo game. So, kind of figure out what you want, and maybe you'll see yes. something that you want before then. I don't know. Uh, please, everybody who is archiving, continue to archive. I know it gets to be uh, a struggle with things going on. I'm. I'm in such a good week, too, and I can't find the time to do any more, but uh, we still got a, a few uh, months that need to get archived, so let's get on that. Uh, as we spent half an hour talking about, we do have an Amazon link, littleredbandwagon.com slash Amazon for all your Amazon needs. Uh, I'll do a quick uh, update still on earbuds and earworms. The episode for this month was songs with proper names in them. I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet. I'm really looking forward to it. And Amy and Jason are just great. So uh, please send in your favorite LRB moments for our best of show. We got a great one this week. Well, I don't know. Am I allowed to say that it's a great one? From Sarah, who says, I bet you've gotten my favorite LRB moment from others, too, because Anne's corndog baby dream is just that fantastic. Let me know if you need a photo of a dog in a corn costume, Sarah. Yes, I do. Always. I do need a photo of a dog in a corn costume. I would like to see that. Thank you very much. So anything that you particularly liked, made you laugh, or made you think, or whatever, uh, send it our way, and we'll include it at the end of the year uh, highlights show. And then my last thing in housekeeping is I want to say a special thanks to the people who archived the clips that have been peppered in throughout tonight's show. Thank you very much to Sydney McElroy, Bob Stein, and Asia Thompson for all their hard work with the archiving. Thanks, guys. It probably goes without saying at this point, but you can get involved by finding us online at littleredbandwagon.com. You can submit your throw or hug your phone moments at throwyourphone.com. On Facebook, we're at Little Red Bandwagon. The show Twitter is LRB Podcast. You can email us at littleredbandwagon at gmail.com. Or if it's an email about bingo, you can send it to tbtlbingo at <laughs> gmail.com. You can leave us a voicemail. Your bingo voicemails or any other voicemails at 802-432-TBTL. That's 802-432-8285. And with that, Christy, get us out of here. All right. Um, I just wanted to say we love you, Jen, and we hope that you're safe and that if you had to evacuate, that you guys are safe and that your house is safe from the fires. Aw, nailed it.
How will they know it's the next party? <laughs> it isn't. <laughs> no more parties. 